2: Welcome to the Oral Health Podcast. So today, because our focus this week for National Smile Month has been money saving and different ways that you can look after your mouth whilst also keeping the costs down, a big part of that is actually prevention and prevention of disease, which is something that our past president, Dr. Ben Atkins, is very, very passionate about. So I asked him to join me today and have a little chat about why... The way that we take care of our mouth has such an impact on the health of it and how a good oral health routine can set you up for success and money-saving long-term. Thank you, Ben, for joining me, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. Okay, so Ben, um, I'm sure everyone that's listening to this will be well aware of who you are, but in case they're not, do you want to just give a little introduction about yourself?
3: My name is Ben Atkins and I was the past president of the Oral Health Foundation. I've been a trustee oh, getting on 10 years now for the foundation. So my sort of passion in dentistry is behavioural change. I worked in the NHS for the best part of 20 years. The area of interest for me is the homeless and the hard-to-reach groups. They're not really hard to reach, but they, we know exactly where they are. They just find it hard to access services. So my biggest pressure is looking at how we can evolve the population to enable dentists to be able to work with them e- easier. So mm-hmm. it's removal barriers, behavioral change. It's really, yeah. really interesting. It's absolutely fascinates me.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a big part of what Smile Month is about is making sure that people everywhere have access to good oral health and good, the opportunity to have good oral health. And so this week we're looking at um, different ways that you can keep your costs down while looking after your oral health, because, One of the big things that um, comes up is that dental health is really expensive because dental visits can run quite high in costs sometimes. But um, I want to talk to you a little bit about different ways that people can keep their costs down. One of the things that um, I wanted to ask you about is when people go and see the dentist regularly, is that then a way that they can um, make sure that overall their costs are lower?
3: By visiting your dentist regularly, you can get things caught when they're very small and very easy to treat. So the cost for the treatment is less. Leave things till they are big problems and the expense increases dramatically. So realistically, a checkup is the probably the cheapest thing we do in dentistry. And probably it is the most important because we catch things when they're small. It means we don't have to drill the teeth. We can heal decay, very early decay. Decay takes a long time to present. So it can take over three years to actually cause the hole in the tooth to cause the filling. So we catch it early. We catch any little white spots. We catch any areas of bleeding in the gums. So the patient can then heal those areas with better oral health. So yeah, it's a really, really good point, Sophie, that by going to the dentist regularly, you can long-term stop having holes drilled in your teeth and just do really the preventative part, really.
2: Yeah, the preventative uh, side of dentistry is, I know, something that you're really passionate about, as well as us at the, the Oral Health Foundation feel really strongly that that is the best course. Prevention is the best treatment, for lack of a better term. That sounds really yeah. cheesy, but yeah.
3: yeah. I, I think it's it's one of those things that I often say to my patients it's by visiting a dentist regularly you're paying for the prevention the other option is leave it for a while and you then pay me to fill your teeth um you've got a choice you know it can come across as a bit sort of flippant but it's very simple decay is simply preventable Mm -hmm.
2: one of the things that um you know i've learned in my time here is just how important the regular upkeep of your mouth is in terms of preventing all of these potential problems so what would a perfect oral health routine look like
3: it's a really good question what a perfect oral health journey would look like because it makes a basis and it's a habit forming journey we start with our children and they will come into the bathroom my children that they came to the bathroom from a very age from a a baby and just had that routine of brushing your teeth so the, the critical time to brush your teeth is before you go to bed and really spending that two minutes brushing your teeth. Often people think, oh, I've got to do it straight away as I get up, but it's about time and about doing it efficiently for twice, two minutes, twice a day. So the key one is before you go to bed, because that's when you've got all the detritus from the day, your teeth, what you've eaten, and your saliva rate drops at night. But if you can find another time where you've actually got two minutes to do it properly... Because we all know, I've had it this morning with r- rushing out to the door to get my children to school. There's chaos in our house in the morning. So that peace of mind for two minutes, you might want to kick it down the road to 10 o'clock. When you've got a little bit longer time, you think, oh, do you know what? Using it as a just a two minutes in the day to calm down. It's almost like a, a mindfulness thing, concentrating and doing it properly. So that's really Important doing it twice a day, brushing your teeth twice a day, but making sure it's under controlled and it's the time of day that you can do it. The really important one is the one before you go to bed when you've your salivate, as I say, is going to drop and your natural preventative journey does slow down at night because we all know we sometimes wake up in the morning and you've got quite a dry mouth.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what about then flossing and cleaning in between your teeth? Is there a better time of the day to do that?
3: We recommend that you do clean between your teeth once a day. So personally, I do it twice a day because it's a habit. I use little, little brushes that go between my teeth rather than floss because I find that easier. And that's really when you go to your hygienist or you go to your therapist or you go to your dentist and say, which is the best one for me? Not necessarily floss. Some areas I need to use floss. So that's the best method for me. But I also recognize that it can be fiddly. There was a, there's been some really good stories over the years about floss not being effective and things. But actually, floss is very effective if used correctly. It's just it's quite tricky to use. So there's some amazing interdental brushes. There's some air cleaners that go between your teeth that make the process really, really good. About 40% of the tooth surfaces between teeth and the majority of dental decay starts on those surfaces. So we're not cleaning them properly. The areas between your teeth, if you start getting those really clean, when you wake up in the morning, your mouth often feels really fresh still. So it's, it's, there's a real evidence. I know when I've skipped a um, interdental brushing at night or in the morning, I feel that my plaque can start to build up. I would often tell my patients, do it at night when you've got more time. Some people have more time in the day. you know. So it's, it, it's, it's patient um, dependent on their habits, their times. We're all different. For me, it's that two minutes before I go to bed. So I'll use my interdental brushes. I'll use my floss. I'll use my air cleaner. It depends what I what I'm doing but that speak to your because as we get older our teeth change shape so that our brushing techniques need to slightly change the techniques that's used when you were a six-year-old child do not work when you're a 78 year old in my case man so it's really important to have that connection with your oral health team to say actually am i getting everything so often it's between your teeth that you struggle with Mm -hmm.
2: so cleaning twice a day cleaning between your teeth once a day um obviously there's things like chewing gum and things that you can use throughout the day to help keep your mouth fresh and help with saliva and we've talked about that um in detail if you want to go and listen to the last podcast you can do i'll link it below um so if you keep on top of your oral health routine and you do all these things are you then less likely to need the more expensive treatment down the line
3: without question without question it's um if you dental decay is fully preventable so if you brush your teeth twice a day, visit the dentist regularly, use brush between your teeth and really drop the amount of sugar you have in your teeth, you're less than likely to have, but nothing, no more fillings in your life, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, as we say, dental disease is fully preventable if you knock all, if you, have the, if you have the correct habit and the correct journey. And we've been through that multiple times, Sophie, about the different techniques you can do, the different areas you can brush. There's some lovely little, if you want to check your teeth, there's some lovely disclosing tablets you can use that you just chew on and people go oh we can see you as an adult of course you can you know they're so cheap but it means that you become the expert in your mouth because we're responsible let's face it the patient's the one that's going to have the holes drilled in their teeth you know if they can see where they're missing every time because it is it's a habitual thing you're often starting different areas every time you brush is really important as well because what you'll find is what you'll start one area and you'll get tired by the end of two minutes and you'll miss the last bit. So if you start at different times, it it does have a knock-on effect. There are Mm -hmm. certain things, that, if trauma and things, we can't avoid that. But for me, that preventative journey is the most cost-effective way to stop having me to work in your mouth, really.
2: Yeah. I used to love those disclosing tablets when I was younger. I thought they were brilliant, but they turned everything, like, bright purple. And my mum hated them, but I thought they were brilliant.
3: I I, I do that, but the, the funny thing is, now that they... They even show you how old the plaque is. So you, you can see certain colours are, I forget if it's red or blue, the, 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 the fresh stuff that's during the day is blue and the older stuff is red. So you can see if your children are constantly missing. However, the big tip with your um, bathroom is fill the sink with water.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: before Because the last thing you sit there and think they spat into the sink and there's a purple blob in the middle. And you'll come back to it in the morning and think, great, not just toothpaste. <laughs> But purple, yeah, bleach comes out. So the real big <laughs> tip is to fill your basin with water before they do. They do it, and I love it because the kids that will come down and they'll say, "Oh, I'll brush my teeth, Daddy," and you'll sit there and think, "Have you really got there?" And the toothbrush is dry. You mm-hmm. sit there and think, "Really?" Or the next time, and then you catch them running the toothbrush under the water, putting it back in the um. And you sit there and think, they learn. Children learn, but with this lesson they can't. And they're a fabulous cheat tool for parenting.
2: Yeah. Can't hide from that. Can't hide from that. If your whole mouth That's turns well. purple, you're not cleaning That's your right. teeth properly. Absolutely,
3: yeah. you, you're brushing <laughs> it three times a day, not twice. But our job as parents is to manage our children. Um, mm-hmm. And quite frankly, like them quite regularly, but they don't have not caught on with that.
2: yet. <laughs> I just want to circle back a little bit because you mentioned things like the air flosses. And um, <laughs> so like pick. I know uh, the foundation, we accredit pick, It's a really good yeah. way to clean in between your teeth. But I want to touch on this idea of like premium products. And yes. do you have to buy the expensive products to be able to take care of your mouth? Or can Absolutely. you get away with using the cheaper alternatives?
3: It depends which level of cheaper alternatives. So between you and me and the audience, mm-hmm. um, Philips do a range of Sonicare toothbrushes. And the insides of those brushes, it's the same technology all the way through from the bottom end right up to the top however they add in different functions as you go up the line so someone will the top end will link into um ipads and shoot them up games and that sort of stuff. but for me it's about the are you using electric toothbrush so is it one that is chargeable or is it a battery powered one? personally i think the battery powered ones are really good for getting your children using electric toothbrushes it's a it's a learning thing it's not covering the bathroom. But once you've got the electric toothbrush, it makes a massive difference. So no, it's it's learning what is correct for you. It's going to your dentist and say which is the best product for me, because they're experts. To be fair, I'd go to my hygienist because they're so much better at learning what's going on the market than maybe. But realistically, you don't need to go for the top of the range. However, the top of the range, they do come with functionality. They come with different things. A big top tip for using electric toothbrush, the heads get the heads are brilliant also the little heads they come no one reads the instructions ever but they come with little rubber rings or something on the top of them so they're different colors so therefore you only need one base unit you only need one handle so you can replace the head mm-hmm. unlike my house where there's six different toothbrushes because my children are filthy and I wouldn't put what they eat anyway. <laughs> but, but when, it, when it comes down to it you can get what's best for you so some of the apps Online, you don't even need to buy the products. You can just use a manual toothbrush and the shoot 'em up game, kids, the iPad in the kid, in the bathroom, and these like you get timing for two minutes, um, and you get points and shoot 'em up games and stuff, and they're really good. So you don't need to go really expensive, but often people want the shiniest, best things. So it's 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 in the eye of the beholder. Work with your dentist, learn to use it properly, spend that time brushing your teeth for at least two minutes whether it's electric toothbrush, manual toothbrush, and see where you're missing. Mm -hmm. And you can get, toothpaste is another one. There's massive ranges in costs, massive ranges in costs. Um, For me, the key thing is the active ingredients, the fluoride. So you look on the back of the pack and it says 1450 ppm parts per million, and that's an adult toothpaste. So if you're an adult, you should be using that. So you can go go to um, a major supermarket's own brand and look on the back and it can be one pound rather than five pounds. Mm-hmm. But it, it's often down to taste. Um, you know, there's lots of different tastes. My, some of the manufacturers bring some amazing flavor to the children's teeth because children are hyper tasters. And you've got to watch out for my, my little girl. She gets the, the right concentration of toothpaste, um, but it's a strawberry flavored and she won't have anything else. But when it comes down to it, she's getting the fluoride. It's working your teeth. Not so much bothered by the mint. Off she goes, because often it's like, we talked about chewing gum before. Chewing gum's far too strong for her. So we get the strawberry chewing gum, um, which is the sugar-free chewing gum, obviously. Um, and we all have that in our car when we get out. So it's a clear, after, after the day at school eating rubbish that the school feeds them. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it makes a massive difference. I think it's, as a society, we don't have an ability to take a step back sometimes. We just don't have the time. Yeah. Um, but by doing taking a step back at the time, you can save yourself so much time with not having fillings with doing the preventative journey correctly, and actually make it some family time if you can. in The bathroom we do; it's it's almost a game sometimes. My children they'll brush their teeth. Children don't understand two minutes, so I say six seconds per tooth. You know mm-hmm. that adds up to two minutes. You know, so but but for them, it's you hear them counting in the bathroom, which is really hilarious. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm gonna give a little um, a little cheeky plug to to something as well, which is great, like a free. Way to make sure you're brushing your teeth for as long as you need to. Um, Brush DJ, have you heard? Oh, of he,
0: but the,
3: the guy Ben, who, who's made that, is an absolute genius. It's brilliant yeah. for your phone, and it's a downloadable thing. It's made such a difference to people's teeth. He's he's mm-hmm. he's, he's brilliant. And there's also um, there's there's a Hey Dougie, um, oral health brushing your teeth one. So for your kids to look at. So that's that's quite a good one as well.
2: Mm-hmm. So with toothpaste, like I don't know if this is a fair comparison, but in my head, I'm like, oh, it's like, um, you know, paracetamol. You know, if I can go into the, the supermarket and get a pack of paracetamol for 40 pence and it's not branded, it's very, very, you know, no frills paracetamol or I can get a branded version for a few quid, it's the same dosage. So to me, that, it sounds like the same sort of thing with the toothpaste and the fluoride. It's Like if as long as it's got the right dosage on, you can get away with it. Is that a fair comparison, or have I missed? I, I think
3: for the broad strokes, yes, but there are some more advanced toothpaste coming out which have got enamel rebuilding parts in. It's the taste, and it does go back to that taste factor, you know, because some well, the concentration on the back is really important. And understanding, if you go onto our website, there's a on the, the Oral Health Foundation website, it talks about all the different um, what age that parts per million fluoride in and that's the critical thing getting your teeth the main thing is getting your kids to brush your teeth for twice a day for two minutes and with a fluoride toothpaste and it's make sure it's the correct, correct concentration for the correct age group but on after that you're looking at factors that it's down to taste literally oh i like the taste of that that I, that I feel best. I feel that works with me. There are some other building blocks in there, like um, there's a chemical called triclosan, which is an antibacterial agent. There are other chemicals they do put in them, but the really important one, the groundbreaking thing is the fluoride. You're quite, you're quite right. So mm-hmm. it's, it's exactly the same as that with paracetamol, but other paracetamols, they do have um, caffeine in them. They do have decongestants in. So it's, it's what what works for you and whatever works for you, as long as it's got that fluoride content in, I will totally agree with
2: mm-hmm. So that's good to know um i think i've asked you everything that i uh i wanted to know especially about in terms of how a good routine and the regular visits over the long term it can actually help keep your costs down and you're less likely to say if you're an nhs patient you're less likely to have to go and get like a band three treatment and spend mm-hmm. loads of money in one go and um is there any other like little pieces of advice that you think would be useful to give in terms of looking after your teeth, but also looking after your wallet at the same time.
3: Absolutely. The key one I used to tell my patients is going above and beyond for cleans for their teeth. Often patients want that white smile. So I'd often get all the stains removed first and say, is that enough before you start going down the whitening route or the veneers route? And often patients go, you know what? That is, that's one of the cheapest things we do, even if it's private, you know, it's it's actually looking for that aesthetical side and thinking patients are more conscious of their teeth, but they don't need to go really in depth with anything exciting these days. They can just look at it and think, you know what? I'll just get the stains removed. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Brilliant. Talk to your dental practices and say what can I do for preventive treatment. If you're a, a high needs patient, you've got a high decay rate. There's often stronger fluoride toothpaste. So it's that prevent. It's all about prevention, Sophie.
2: Mm-hmm. 100 i agree with you and um well ben yeah it's fantastic to talk to you um where can people find you on social media if they if they want to look you up
3: (laughs) they don't do that um instagram's at dental ben and ben atkins in twitter facebook the usual malarkey but the main thing is the oral health foundation website
0: there's
3: loads of top tips and if you want to be involved in smile month there's there's some amazing um media stuff for your Instagram, your pictures, your downloads, and all that sort of stuff that the team have done. I think you've actually done those, haven't you, Sophie?
2: That's my handiwork. That's there it.
3: <laughs> no, but but I think it's it, there's a load of really good information. And if you're a, a parent wants to do some almost lessons on on teeth at home, um steal the tooth buddy stuff on the website. That's a really good yes, dental tool I'll be using that tomorrow when I go to my children's school to be a dentist in the classroom. oh
2: nice. Yeah, yeah. I, Dental Buddy's a great shout as well, especially if we're talking about prevention. Yeah, Teaching kids early. It's yeah. it's fantastic. We love dental yeah. buddy. They're brilliant. It's so <laughs> Well, thank you, Ben. Um it's been lovely to chat as always. Whatever.
3: We'll catch you soon.
2: That was Dr. Ben Atkins. I hope you enjoyed our conversation as much as I did. It's always a pleasure to talk to Ben. Now, if you want to learn more about Smile Month, you can follow us on Twitter at Smile Month. Just search National Smile Month on Facebook. And you can also follow at Oral Health Foundation on Instagram. If you're listening to this podcast as it goes out, then you've got one day left to enter our giveaway. If you want some more bespoke oral health advice, you can contact our helpline at any time and their information is in the description of this podcast.